Shalom to all. Today's office about coming off your dollar, and we are starting about the sixth line with the word Aini. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarabas, Yaakov, Maisha, Her Neshama, Shehav, and Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yisviyantif, Rabbi Asher, Anshul, his Neshama, Shehav, and Aliyah. And now is the time where we must increase our tyrant, feel, and mitzvahs and good deeds on behalf of all of Am Yisrael, and particularly the ones protecting our borders, keeping us safe, and giving us the ability to continue living here and learning and growing. And because that, we should be zeichet to the Gula Shleim of Amites, Bimher of Yomenu. Now, near the bottom of the previous Amud, we had a like us how to understand the line at the end of the Mishnah, or Shos Hanizik Vehamazik. And Rabbi Lazar had explained that as a continuation of the previous statement, Chutzmer Shos Hamichedes Lanizik. And the Mishnah is telling us that if a Chutzmer is owned by two partners, let's say Reuven and Shimon, and Reuven's shark carries out a shane or regal damage on Shimon's stuff in their shared property, Reuven is potter for that because the Pasuk is only Mechaev if it's Bisdei Acher. And this isn't considered Sadashal Acher. It's like Rosh Rabin, which one is potter for damages of shane or regal in. Herchiz to argue that one would be Chaev in such a case. But now the Goran Rabbi Lazar, and is that really so? But one is for Shane Regal damages in them. Isn't there a Brisa that argues with this one? But then you have a Brisa that says, said four different rules when it comes to Nizakin. Number one, if it's a Rishos for the Nizik and not the Mazik, he's Chaiv in everything. And the Gemara near the bottom of the Amun is going to explain what this means. The Mazik Let's say this is a Rishos of the Mazik and not the Nizik. Potter may call, he's Potter and everything. That's because the Mazik could always tell the Nizik, what was your shard doing in my property? Category number three, Let's say this belongs to both of them. For example, Chatzar owned by partners, or a valley, which has a whole bunch of fields in it. Potter Bahal Shane Val Regal, one would be Potter for Shane Regal in it. However, Alan Gicha on Goring Val and Gifan on pushing Val Nashikhan on biting Val Vitsan on crouching Val Vitan on kicking, which are all Karen, Tam Mishalam Khatzinazik, a Tam would pay Khatzinazik, Mud Mishalam Nazik Shalim, a Mud would pay full Nazik. And the fourth category is Loyalzev Loyalzeh. If it's not a Rashus of either of theirs, Kigan, for example, Khatzar Shain Shal Shneem, this Khatzar doesn't belong to either Ruven or Shemin, Chai Bahal Shane Val Regal, one would be Chai for Shane Regal in this, and Alan Gicha Val Nashikha Val Nagifa Val Rabitza Val Vita, Tam Mishalam Khatzinazik, a Tam would pay half nezek and mood mishalom nezek shalim. A mood would pay nezek shalim. Now here's the ride from the bride. So like Rebbe Lazar, Ketanimias. At any rate, the bride teaches chatzar shotvin v'habika potter ba'al shein v'regel. That if it's a chatzar shotvin or bika, so one would be potter on shein v'regel. That's clearly like Rebbe Lazar. And furthermore, kasha adadi. We have a steer in these brises. The one the Rebbe Yisuf quoted, and this one right now. So my answer is there's no steer between the brises. Kitanya he. This brise that we just quoted is referring to the following: b'chatzar mi'chedes lazel lazet bein leperes bein l'shvarim. That this is a chatzar for both of them, meaning it's both Ruvay and Shimon's. Chutzar, and they're allowed to not only bring their pears inside, but they're also allowed to bring their shvarim inside. And that's a Reuven would be putter if his shard damaged a Shane Regal damage in it, because the shard was allowed to be there. And Ahidar of Yosef, this Brazer of Yosef that says one is Chayev, it's a Chutzar for Peres, meaning both Reuven and Shimon are allowed to bring their pears in it, but they're not allowed to bring their shvarim inside. That means in regards to a Shane damage that was done to the Peres, it's considered Chutzar Hanizik, because again, shvarim are not allowed to be in there. And that's why he would be Chayev for Shane. And they cannot be taken with like this. Because over here in our brass of Shimon Lazar, it says, Domyu the Punduk, that's comparable to a Punduk, and a Punduk's an inn, which one's not allowed to bring animals into. And over there, of Yosef's Brisa, what does it say? Domyu the Bika, that is compared to a Bika, a valley, in which Shvarim are allowed into. Shvami, no, we see from here that there's no steer in between the Brises. Now the Gemara says, Maskar observes, there asks the following question, If you're saying that this is a Chatz, it's Miyuchel the Peirois, meaning both Ruven and Shimon are allowed to bring their pairs inside, we have to fill the Pasuk 
Pasuk of Ubir Basteacher and his animal destroyed in a different field, and this is not considered a different field because Ruvain's pears are allowed to be there just as much as Shimon's are allowed to. So Amrulay Abaya by answered him, since it's not Miyuchad for Shvarim, meaning they're not allowed to bring their animals in there, as we explained, it is considered somebody else's field, and therefore when Ruvain's shard damaged Shimon's pay rice in their shared chatzar, Ruvain would have to pay for that. Now, why don't we say, since we see that there's no argument in between these brises, why don't we say that Amiraim don't argue either? Meaning, we start out today quoting this machlekes between our blaz and Ravchista, how to understand this line in our Mishnah. Maybe they're not arguing. Perhaps one of them goes like one brisa and the other goes like the other brisa. So Amrulay, he told him, in, you're right, they're not arguing. And Vimtim Slamer Pligi, if you want to say they are arguing, then they would argue in the validity of the question that Rabzair asked and the answer that Rabbi provided him. And now we analyze this brisa we just quoted. Gufo stated, said four different clauses, four rules when it comes to Nizakin. Number one, anything that's for the Nizak and not for the Mazak, he's chayv in everything. Now we make a diok, it doesn't say that one is chayv for everything, al hakal, and that would be mashma, the one would be chayv for Karen, Shane, and Ragel. El Chayv Bakal. It says that one is Chayv in everything. And what does that mean? Bakule Nezek, one who damages is Chayv in the entire Nezek, meaning he's Chayv Nezek Shalim and not Chatzi Nezek. Money, who's this like? Reptarfin, it seems like it's Reptarfin. Dharma, the Reptarfin says, Mishonah Karen, Machatzar Nezek, Nezek Shalim, Mishalim. And when we're dealing with Karen, that's Mishonah, it's different or it's abnormal, and that was done in the Chatzar Nezek, one has to pay Nezek Shalim. Now, what does it mean, Karen, that's Mishonah, which is abnormal? So this is referring to any time a shard damages by way of Karen, the first three times. And the reason why that's called abnormal or different is because we read explained in the beginning of the Masechta, it's not really normal for a shard to damage by way of Karen. And usually the owner would only have to pay Chatzin Nezek, but Rabtarfin's saying that since his damage was done in the Chatzar Hanizek, so even though the shard's only a Tam, the owner still has to pay Nezek Shalim. Ask more Ema Seifa, what about the Seifa of the Brahisa? The last case of the Brahisa is, let's say there's not a Chatzar for either of them, Kagan, for example, Chatzar Shein Shal Shneim, it's a Chatzar not belonging to either of them, Chai Baal Shein Varegel, he's Chai Ban Shein Varegel. So now we analyze, my what does that mean? It doesn't belong to either of them. Elim, if you want to say, Klal, it doesn't belong to either Reuven or Shimon at all. Ela de Acher, it belongs to somebody else. Let's say this is a Chatzar of Levi's. Well, why should he be Chayef for Shane Regal over there? We have to be able to fill this Pasuk, and we don't have that. Again, the Pasuk of Bir Acher tells us that Reuven's Shar damaged something in Shimon's property. But it can't be that Reuven's Shar damaged something of Shimon's in Levi's property. One shouldn't be Chayef for that. El it's obvious that what's the Bryce is saying, it doesn't belong to both of them, rather belongs to one of them. Let's say it's only Shimon's Chatzar. Uktani Seifa, and what is this? for the price to say, Tam Shalom Chatzin Nezek, Umud Shalom Nezek Shalim. That if Reuven's Shar was a Tam, he only pays Chatzin Nezek, and if it was a Muad, he pays Nezek Shalim. Well, if that's all, I saw in the Rabbanon. That means now we're going to Shittas Rabbanon, Da Amri, they say, Mishon Karen Machatzar Nezek, Chatzin Nezek Kudim Shalim. Then when we're dealing with abnormal damage of Karen, again, which is the first three times, it's still considered a Tam, so a Tam pays Chatzin Nezek and not Nezek Shalim. And that's a problem because Rasha Rab Tarfin was safe Rabbanon. Does that mean that the Rasha of the Brass is Rab Tarfin and the safe is the Rabbanon? So more answers, that's actually not a problem in, yes, the Rasha is Rab Tarfin and the safe is the Rabbanon. Shmuel, Rav Yehuda, Shmuel told Rav Yehuda, Shenana, sharp one, Shvaik Mas Nisan, leave the Mishnah, whatever Mishnah they were discussing, and go after me. Reish Rav Tarfin was safe Rabbanon, that the Reish is Rav Tarfin, the safe is Rabbanon. In other words, sometimes, and over here as well, it's okay to have the Mishnah or Brisa be two different Tanaim, and that's what our Brisa is. Now, Ravina Mishmade Rav Hamar, Ravina Nehemar Rav answers, Kuler Rav Tarfin, he, really, our entire Brisa is Rav Tarfin. Umay loy lezev loy lezev, what does it mean not to this one, not to that one, in the last case of the Brisa? It means loy lezev loy lezev 
Mitzad that both of them don't have Rishos to put their Paris here, only one of them does, and Lazet Ulazel Shvarim, but both of them do have right to put their Shvarim here, Delgabe Shane, Havel Nizik. In regards to a Shane type of damage, it's only considered Chatzar Nizik because only one of them has the right to put his Paris there. Whereas Delgabe Karen, in regards to Karen damage, Havel Rishos Arabim, it's considered Rishos Arabim because both of them are allowed to put their Shvarim there. Asking Mari Hachi if that's so, Arba, instead of the Bryce is saying that there's four categories of damages, Shlosha Havu, there's really only three categories of damages because this is very similar to the previous scenario. So I'm Rabbi Nachman answers, you're right. There's three klalais, three general rules, but four applications of these rules. Namely, the first rule is chatzar nizik, the second rule is chatzar amazik, and the third rule is a chatzar that belongs to both of them, which is broken up into two categories, depending on who has rishos in this chatzar for what? Payrois and or shvarim. And moving on to Brandon Mishnah, it's similar to the previous one in that it's very cryptic, and the Gemara is going to have to explain what exactly it's talking about. The Mishnah tells us, shum kasef, an evaluation of money, shava kasef, something worth money, bifnei bezdin, in front of bezdin, valpi edim, and it has to be by edim, who are b'nei chayrin, they're free, b'nei bris, they're b'nei bris, and women are included in the laws of damages, and the nizik and mazik are included in the tashlumen. So Gemara explores the first part of the Mishnah, my shum kasef, what does that mean, shum kasef, an evaluation of money? So Rav Yudah, Rav Yudah answers, shum zeh lo yehei el bekasef, that this evaluation the bezdin makes, how much the person was damaged, only is with money, meaning they assess that this value of damage was done. And for the clarification of this, is Tanino Hadutana Rabbanon, we just learned in our Mishnah what was also taught in Nebraisa, Parshazika Talis, the cow damaged the Talis, or Vitalshazika Para, a Talis damaged the cow. For example, the cow got tangled in the Talis and broke his foot. We don't say that we just exchange the talus for the par or the par for the talus because one damaged the other. So it's just going to be an exchange, even though it's not the same value. The talus maybe is worth $100 and the cow maybe is worth $1,000. We evaluate everything in money, and that's what Shum Kesef in our Mishnah means. Anytime there's damage that was done, we evaluate in money how much was damaged. It was $100 worth of damage, $200 worth of damage, and we're not just going to exchange the items for each other. Furthermore, the Mishnah said, Shava Kesef, and what does this mean? The Torah Bun, we have a Brisa, Shava Kesef, something that has a value of money, Malamadis teaches us, the Bezin is only going to judge the case of Nuzakin if the damager, the Mazik, has Nechasim Sheesh Lamachrayas, which is Karka. If he doesn't have Karka, so they're not going to collect any money from him. If the Nizik got up and he grabbed Metaltalin on his own, Bezin Gavin saying Bezin will collect those Metaltalin from the person whom he grabbed them from, namely they're going to allow the Nizik to keep those Metaltalin that he grabbed. Now we analyze this, Omar Meir, Shava Kasim Lamach, Shein Bezin Nuzakim Elon Nechasim Sheesh Lamachrayas, my Mashma, how is it inferred from there? How do we learn from these words, Shava Kesef, a value of Kesef, they're referring only to property and not to Metaltalin. So Rabbar Ula, he answers, Dover Hashave Kol Kesef, it means something that's worth any amount of money, and Mainihu, what is this? Dover Shein Loyna, something doesn't have the Isra Baina. We know there's an Isra Baina, one is not allowed to overcharge when he sells an item, and there's no Isra Baina for property. Even if technically the market value of a piece of property is, say, $100, you could sell it for 1000 and the buyer is not able to claim, oh, you overcharged me for it. And that's what Shava Kesef means, something that's worth any amount of money paid for it, even though it's way over market value. Ask Gemara, so why are we only talking about property? Avadim Ishtarisnami Even Avadim Ishtaris don't have Aina. If a person wants to buy an Eved, he could be charged any amount for it, even if it's way over market value. And Ishtaris, if a person is going to buy a Ishtar, it could be used to collect somebody else's debt, it also doesn't have an Esra of Aina. So El Amr Abarul, he answers differently. What does Shavak Kesef mean? Dover Hanikna Bik Kesef, something that's acquired only with money. Ask the Gemara, Avadim Ishtarisnami Nikna Bik Kesef. Avadim Ishtaris are also acquired with money, and they can't be acquired with other things. El Amr Vashi answers differently. Shavak Kesef, Veloy Kesef. 
kesef. We're referring to something that has monetary value, but not something that's considered kesef itself. Vahanikulu, kesef nenu, and these other things, namely shtar sanavadim, they are considered money themselves because a person could take an evid from one place to another and sell him or barter him. And the same thing with a shtar, so it's just like money, as opposed to land that can't be taken from one place to another. And therefore, it's like money, it has the value of money, but it's not money itself. And that's why shabbat kesef means karka over here. However, Rami Lei Rav Yehuda Bar Chernal, Rav Huna Breid Rav Yeshua, Tan of the Brasa teaches Shava Kasef Lama Chain Bezin Uskakin El and Chasim Shesh Lama Chrais. That's what we just taught. But Tanya, but we have a Brasa that says Yashiv Lerabes Shava Kasef Vafilu Subin. Yashiv tells us that the Mazik can pay with Shava Kasef even if it's Subin. So how do you say that the only thing the Mazik pays with is Karka and he doesn't have to pay with anything else? So my answer is Hachamai Skin. What are we talking about over here? Beyasmi with Yisaimim, namely Ruvain's shard damaged and then Ruvain died. So this Chayv only gets transferred to the Yisaimim if they have Karka. If they don't have Karka, then they don't have to pay the Chayv. Ask Mar Ibi Asmi. If we're talking about the Nizik trying to collect from the Yisaimim, aim is safe. I'll take a look at the end of the Brayso. What does it say? Im Kadam Nizik Betafas Metaltalin. If the Nizik got up and he grabbed Metaltalin, Bezin Gaivin Laimehen, Bezin will collect those Metaltalin from them, meaning they'll allow him to keep those Metaltalin that he grabbed. Well, Ibi Asmi, if we're talking about Yisaimim, am I Bezin Gaivin Laimehen? Why would Bezin collect those Metaltalin from the Yisaimim? These Metaltalin are not Meshubah to the loan of their father, and Bezin should take away those Metaltalin from the Nizik who grabbed them. So the more answer is Kadam Rav Amr Rav Nachman. It's like Rav said in the name of Nachman in a different place. Shatafas Mechayim. We're referring to where he grabbed them when the father was still alive. Hachanami Soto over here, Shatafas Mechayim. We're talking about where he grabbed them when the father was still alive. Then the father, the Mazik, died. So we're going to allow the Nizik to keep those metaltalin that he grabbed. We can explain the Mishnah Bifnei Bezin. This has to be done in front of Bezin. What does that mean? Prat Lomach Nechasim Achachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachach
everyone should have a wonderful day.